The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know... I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Ralph Marlboro, I don't know if your phone just went bananas, or it's about to. Around 120, the entire country is going to get a emergency alert. It's a test. My phone just I went off. It. You got it? I got, I got it. Okay. I'll tell you what it, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. It's, I'll tell you what the emergency alert was, guys. Watching the Saints offense is bad for your health. There it is. There it is. Don't, don't consume Saints offense. It's unhealthy. <sighs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's just literally, I thought the same thing. I need to record that sound, that horrible sound that lets you know that something yeah. bad is happening and just have it at the ready. For Sunday, um, the Professor Nick Harrison just said half the season is what he wants to give the Saints offense currently the way it's being operated. Lance Moore, I opened the show, WDSU analyst said, change it now. Give it to Ronald Curry. Jim Moore, also WDSU analyst, the former head coach said, Derek Carr needs to play better. So Ralph Marlborough, Saints Happy Hour podcast, who's the culprit? What? What? How do I look at this? It's bad, it's bad, guys. I'll, I'll throw out this stat. I did it for fun. Saints, if you take out the receipt to each punt return, which is special teams touchdown, they're averaging 13.75 points on offense a game before we switch to pathetic. Do you know the 2020 Saints offense scored more than 13 points in one quarter 13 times? Like, that's how bad this offense is. Um <laughs> I really think, as I was doing this in the column for Channel 4, I was doing research, like, I think it's, I think it's structural and system and, 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 and it's, it's players playing bad, but it's also team. Like, the Saints, you know who the number one quarterback uh, using play action in 2021 was? The, the highest-rated quarterback with the highest QBR and the highest completion percentage. The highest. That, that, who was that? It was Derek Carr. It wasn't no way. Mahomes, it was <laughs> Derek, Derek Carr. Highest QBR, mm-hmm. highest completion percentage, mm-hmm. 71%. So, like, the and you know who's the team that uses the fewest amount of play actions for four weeks? The Saints. They've run it ten times. Like, 
what are you doing, bro? You paid this guy $150 million, and he's really, really good off of play action. And I know there's probably a lot of people here listening that are going to be like, oh, Ralph, you're not a coach, and listen, you got to establish the run to do play action. No, you don't. Like, that's the thing that McVay and Shanahan and all these smart offensive coordinators, that's they figured out. They're like, you know what? You don't even need to establish one. You just need to run play action on early downs and linebackers and safety fight because their entire football life has been told stuff to run in a locker. And it works. And, like, Saints need to run more of it. And they don't run motion. And, you know, this is kind of like a, a thing that's probably before a lot of people's time, I mean, even before my time, because uh, I'm not that old, but, like, in the 70s, Bum Phillips coached the Oilers, right? And they didn't win in the Super Bowl. They couldn't get past the Steelers. They almost made the Super Bowl twice. They were a really good team, the Oilers. They, they, were, they win 11, 12 games in the, in the late 70s. And he got fired, and he went to the Saints. And his offense in the late 70s was fine. He had Earl Campbell. He had, uh, you know, Pasolini. They were big. Clearly, his wife, Josh, their offense was fine, like top 10. He went to the Saints in 1981. By 1983, his offense was a model team. Like, the NFL, they changed the passing rules, and it took them, like, three or four years. But the bum Phillips offense was a dinosaur. And I'm not saying the Sean Payton offense is a complete dinosaur, but I'm just saying – when you ain't got Sean Payton and you ain't got Drew Brees, like, you can't run that offense. You've got to do new, different, innovative things. And I just look at the Saints offense, and I'm like, man, that ain't, that ain't it anymore. And, like, I think, it's, I, think it's more, I think it's as much structural and game planning and coaching as it is yeah. players. I really believe that. And here's the thing, Gus. I, I, and people thought it was, a, like, a defense of, like, Pete Carmichael. And it wasn't that. I was just asking people, like, in the last 25 years, when did a team switch play caller and during the year and it worked and, like, saved people's jobs and their offense got better? People got – of, of, like, all the people that yelled at me, two people actually dug out answers that came to me. Giants, 2000. Took the play right. calling away from Sean Payton. Jim Foster took it back. They made the Super Bowl. So we'll take right. that one off. Good point. And Detroit took it away from the uh, from uh, the, the Joe Lombardi, another former Saint. They took it away from him, gave it to Jim Bob Cooter. Just having the name Jim Bob Cooter made the <laughs> offense more fun, and right? It, and, and it worked. But those are the only two examples. Like people could give me in like 25 years of doing it. So I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying like that's got that isn't like the, the it isn't going to be a magic band-aid fix. It isn't going to probably improve you much. So I just worry about this offense that it's, that it's going to have structural problems like all year because it's just it's just stale, man. I guess nothing in the NFL has forever. What do you want? What, what do you want me to tell you, guys? Ralph Malbro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. 
You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. It's interesting, Nick Underhill, 13 minutes ago, posted an article very similar to what you just said. The use of motion relative to the league compared to the Saints, lack of play action, how the Saints are doing with the first 15 plays outside of those, lack of yards after catch, lack of slant. I want to ask you this because I asked this yesterday. Because he responded to John Sigler of Saints Wire who said, when's the last time Michael Thomas ran a slant? I actually said that on Monday uh, on, to, to open the show. I, if you're going to be called the slant king, I don't remember. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw him run a slant on third and three, the Green Bay game. I mean, like when you need three yards, you need five yards. Like, isn't that the guy you go to or the play you call? And and Nick responded, 10. So I'm asking you in four games because I don't know the answer. I don't know if that's low, if that's average, or that's above average. To me, Michael Thomas should run five slants a game. Whether or not he's thrown to it or not, that's that's just me. So I have him at twenty. There's ten. Now I don't know if that's ten completions or he's actually just run that route ten times. And if he's just run that route ten times in four games, that seems abysmally low to me. Me, my opinion. How about you? It does. And here's the thing, Gus, that that I always I I feel this from uh, podcast Robert Mays and Nate Tyson. They always talk about offense and how they're seen and this and that. And the thing that great offenses do, McVay, Shanahan, other ones, is they always say they have these giant easy buttons. They just push them, right? It's easy. We're going to run that. We're going to spam it over and over again. Like the Saints offense, they got guys running the wrong routes. They're running the wrong two routes in like the same space, which you don't even need to know football. You're like, that's not supposed to be right. And the thing with the Saints overall, like, even when they won the first two games, right, 16-15 against Tennessee and they beat Carolina, like nothing on their offense, nothing at all looks easy. Even the good plays is like, oh, my God, Chris Olave did a freaking magic trick. You know, like nothing on it looks easy, right? Even their first drive against Tampa, it was nice, but it, it never looks like – it never has one of those drives where, like, you, you watch really good offenses where you're like, oh, Josh, you know, or I'll use an example like Jared Goff. It's like, oh, Jared Goff, he just went five or six for 65 yards. And it was eight plays and three and a half minutes and Detroit scored a touchdown. And my God, that looks really enjoyable and pleasant and easy. Like the Saints offense, everything looks hard, man. Like it's like, it's like, you know, first and ten. They get like a four-yard game. It's like, oh, man, that was a hard, you know. So like no. nothing, nothing looks easy. And I, and God's. I don't know necessarily that the season is doomed. Yeah. Um, but but here's the thing: I just don't think the Saints' offense. Like, it's ne- I don't think it's going to get fixed. I think what's going to happen: you have to hope for like the first two games where like they go to New England. Derek Carr hits a lave on a 50-yard bomb that he catches. He catches it this week instead of Tampa. the Tampa game. He doesn't. Camara rips a run. You get a turnover, you turn that into points, and you win like 17-10, 17-30. Like, that's just what it's going to be. Structurally, uh, because I, I, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to be able to rip this up from the studs and change something different on the fly. Like, maybe – I mean, like, maybe they can. I've seen Dennis Allen do it on defense. 
do you can see Carmichael and Ronald Curry and all that? Like, they're going to be like, okay, we're doing we're doing orbit motion now. We're doing right. more, you know. We're, we're doing like I just I don't know. I don't I don't I don't see it. And that that to me, like that's the concern with this team right now. Like what? <laughs> like what are you going to do? Because because here's the thing, Gus. Like they haven't even had they haven't had hadn't start to have injuries. You know they've been pretty healthy overall. You know. And the thing is, like, yeah, the, the defense, it wasn't great against Tampa. It was probably like a B-minus game, maybe even a C-plus, where, like, Pete Warner was kind of terrible. Like, they were missing tackles. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a great performance. But, like, you're going to have those weeks. Like, you, you can't expect, you know, one side of the ball. To dominate go the way perfect. they did, yeah. Go be, go be perfect. Or, in a sense, too, you, you can't expect your coaches to be like, oh, Outcoach the other team every week. Like, that isn't going to happen. Like, you just got to make plays on both sides of the ball and be, I mean, they say called complimentary football, but you just got to, you got to do more uh, on offense. And I just, I just don't, right now, I just don't, I don't see it. Because here's the thing, Gus, what do they do well on offense? What have they done, what have they done well besides Chris Olave and Rashid making a couple of big plays? Like, that's it. They don't do anything that you can say, hey, we're going to go to New England, and we're going to do this. And we're going to – this is what we do. This is who we are. Like, they don't have any of that. To me, that's a big, big problem. What about the suggestion that maybe just Ronald Curry call the plays? Yeah. I mean, at, at, at this point, Gus, anything you, want to t- anything you want to throw at the wall, like, load up the can. Let's go. Like, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not against Ronald Curry calling plays. I just don't know that it'll be a great solution. The one thing I will say is like, poor Pete Carmichael, like this man, he didn't, he didn't want this job. Like I, I, we all pretty much know that for a fact. Like, and you probably do too. Like he didn't really want the job, and like he's been here for two years. So like, I don't know. Like I don't know that that it that that it would be this like dramatic thing. And you know what? You know what they should do, Gus? They don't even have to tell us. Like, they would have time. Remember Sean Payton? Like, they'd just be like a th- two or three weeks later. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Pete Carmichael's been calling the players for like three weeks. And it, like, wasn't like some huge nothing. Just do it. Like, we don't care. Like, you know? Like, and, and, and it would be it would be actually funny, I think, the Saints would do well on offense. <laughs> and, 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 and the media, you ask him, and Dennis Allen's like, yeah, who's calling the plays, Dennis? And he's like, it's a mystery. <laughs> and, like, not tell us. I think that would be hilarious. So I'm all for it. But, like, I, I just think we, 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 as fans, we just want things, right? We just want stuff. Yeah, I know, man. It's, uh, well, like I said, we, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes here um, against New England in 60 seconds. Who wins? I picked the Saints in my column, so I got to stick with it. I just, like I said before, guys, I just think this offense it isn't going to get consistently good necessarily or better. But I just think New England—they're banged up enough in the secondary and their and their pass rush. But as long that's really good for the Saints. Their offensive right. line is a mess. I just think the Saints—they'll hit a couple plays. Kamara will do enough. The defense will do enough, and, and they'll win. It'll be ugly. It'll be nasty. Uh, and they'll win like 17, 13, 20, 13. I think the Saints, oh, I think the Saints, I think the Saints are going to win. Um, and we're just going to be arguing, <laughs> we're going to be arguing, taking, talking about the same stuff next week. 
but it'll be the volume will be just a little bit lower at three and six. Like two and three, if they don't score twenty points again, Gus, it's gonna be anger and tears and throwing things and a lot of alcohol. At Saints forecast, Ralph Marble, you said drink, and you'll be better on Sunday. I paraphrase. That Saints forecast is a way to follow him on X or Twitter. The Saints Happy Hour podcast, as always, man. Appreciate the time. Thank you, buddy.